Greetings, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to this space. Greetings. I'm still admitting people who are arriving in the next few minutes at, at, at high speed. Mm, I, I first want to kind of be that I want to celebrate with you. I want this to start with a celebration because in a way, this work talk, we've had other work talks about game world, we've had other work talks about archiarchy, and at the same time, this is sort of the first official work talk about the game world builder school. And that we are really clarifying that now that we have responsibility management, that we have people have really built skill and a lot of you have been around possibility management in the possibilitator training for years or months is that you've many of us have built skill in terms of the ability to hold space for evolutionary processes and initiations and um, different kind of non-material value of family, community, love, connection, clarity, possibility. And I think we really needed a solid circle or so solid community of people who could uh, deliver in enthusiastically and unreasonably their non-material value to the people around them that we could start having this conversation of let's build a game world like, let's make sense like let's organize let's have a conversation about how does this non-material value can be scaled or can be um, deepened or researched and documented and shared and that's this conversation about about game world so even if the distinction of game world has been around for five six seven years maybe i think we're just at the beginning of discovering the potential of it and and i'm glad that you're here researching this potential with us together so i just want to say we probably will not be doing any practical exercises in an hour and a half um, and so this is more going to be a research space and a sharing space. So really at any time you want to ask a question or say, I don't understand this, or how does that really work practically? Or what the hell are you talking about? Um, just please interrupt us because it's your question and your necessity that's going to make this space really valuable for you and for, and for the other people in the room. I'd just like to say how each one of you or each one of us has represents <clears throat> non-material value that is not understood in modern culture. It's not recognized, it's not named, it's not even probably appreciated, but it's important in terms of uh, next culture and being a human being. And so we, I don't know about you, but I looked around a lot in modern culture for my place. Where is my place here? You know, even when I went to college, they said, what do you want to study? And I, nobody ever really asked me that before. So I told them the truth. I said, I want to study magic. I want to study transformation. I want to study alchemy and healing. I want to study paraphysics and metaphysics. And they said, wait, wait, we have physics. That's what they offered me was physics. So I studied physics. And, and but what I'm saying is, is that there is not a place for what you are. I mean, this is what I found. There was no place for me in modern culture, which left me with you know, these two options or three options. Commit suicide, 
you know, or submit myself to the existing structures, the formats that already exist. You know, I could be a fireman, I could be an army colonel in the army, I could be an inventor at Microsoft, you know, programming new code, you know, okay. None of those things fit my my actual path. And so I I think I'm telling your story, actually. I feel like I'm telling each one of your, this is your story. And so you get to this place where if you're not going to commit suicide and you're not going to adapt to fit in and, and essentially commit spiritual suicide, you know, really give up, give up on yourself and try to conform and fit into modern culture structures. If you don't do the first two, you're only left with one choice, which is to reinvent the world for yourself so that you can have a place to fit in. And that's where the idea of the clarity about game worlds came from, is that actually all the structures in modern culture and ancient culture have are all game worlds, all of them, including culture itself, is a game world. And game worlds have common characteristics. And some of the characteristics are one of them is you need to know how to participate in the game world or you cannot participate in it. Okay, well, this we're born into modern culture that all the game worlds are all already designed. And so our parents teach us how to behave in the post office, how to how to have a birthday party, you know, how to go and, and buy stuff in a grocery store, et cetera, et cetera, how to vote, whatever. Whatever the game world is, our parents introduced us to this as if it were true, as if it were reality. And the shocking, powerful, and revolutionary realization that comes with game worlds is to discover that it's entirely fictitious. Every single game world is fabricated out of nothing. And once you understand that, it gives you the freedom of movement to invent your own game worlds. And when people offer you a game world to play and you go, I'm just not interested in your game world. I'm, I, have, I have other game worlds that I'm participating in and yours looks boring and destructive of planet Earth or just not very interesting. And so what, what we're saying is that you've got so much power and and we're hoping to do only clarify it and support that power that you have so that you can not only build the game world for your own non-material value to thrive and, and provide services and for other people, not only that, but also to teach other people about game worlds and empower them in your workshops and trainings and spaces of healing and empowerment and all that. I mean, that would be what Clinton just said. In a way, it's um, that you would not be able to talk about how does your game world go without including the distinction game world. Because people function in, um, what they function, like Clinton said, they function as uh, from a set of assumptions, from a set of what they were told of, for example, there's an authority figure, you have to give your center away to the authority figure. Very classic rule of engagement of a modern culture game world. 
there's a boss, you give your center away to the boss, the boss decide, you know, there's a teacher. And if you build a game world, you say, there's no authority figure here, we're working in a circle and I don't want your center. I want you to have your own authority. It's It will sound crazy to most people. It will sound revolutionary. It will sound, you know, it's like, okay, how do I even do that? Like, what what are you talking about? And then it would, that's, in, in that regard, it's a useful distinction, like ability to say, look, we're functioning here in a different culture. This is not modern culture. We're functioning in a different culture. And this is how this culture goes. And let me tell you how this culture goes. So in terms of this conversation is probably a few steps ahead of the title of the workshop, the work talk that's start your game, your arc and game world. But we, we're painting the picture of like where we're going, where we're going um, with this. So we'd like to begin to by hearing from a few of you what game worlds you would like to start, are already starting, have started, and like and where you are with that. What so if anybody would like to share a little bit about that and, and any any particular question that goes along with where you are in your game world building. Marcus, it looked like you were gonna say something. Yeah. Go. Yeah, the so my most uh, recent project that I'm excited about is how to build a food cooperation to deliver food in a in a way so that we use less and less plastic. And I've become just so excited about the the fact that I'm intelligent enough and my people or we are intelligent enough and powerful enough to start inventing this on our own and to really like explore how to how to make these food chains or where to get food from or how to make it local and to meet people. And what is so exciting about this for me is that it, it has this huge opportunity for me to build relation with people. And, and that's where I'm at right now. And uh, it, it is actually like, I remember one year ago, we were speaking about your quest. And I think you Clinton spoke about it, that there's this possibility when you wake up and you just like, you put your feet into the shoes of your quest. Yeah. And and that's what I'm what I'm finding with this. And and it to me what struck me before was that I was building so much uh, or or envisioning so much energy into the non-material value game worlds that I was building before. So for example in Freiburg Rage Club and Fear Club and all these other circles. And and there was this day when I noticed I also want to be putting my time and energy into something into some structure that is actually also material and and especially the food because it's something that I'm eating every day and people are eating every day and so what that's I think where I'm having the most questions right now is this mergence of bringing together a game world where there's where we're using or dealing with material goods and having people that are playing in that game world and it does make a difference when they, these people, as you said, and Chloe, have their own authority and can just play so so much better together. And so that's I'm in the middle of the process of discovery and team building. 
Thank you, Marcus. Is Thank the you. food cooperative in Freiburg, Germany? Yeah, it's going to, we'll have our first place in Ebringen. So it's uh, 20 kilometers from Freiburg. And then Thank you. I actually hope to, uh, to change a whole Freiburg food system with this. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Nano Nation of Freiburg is emerging. <laughs> Are you okay if I slide something? Yeah. So um, I just want to say that it, it is shocking. I mean, Clinton and I have multiple conversations with different people who say, okay, I'm ready to build my game world. I've been through enough healing and transformation and initiation, and now I'm ready to step into my quest and to build my game world. How do I create a game world with a business? You know, and immediately there's this orientation towards if I'm going to build a game world, I need a legal entity that's going to hold it, such as a business or an association or non an association or nonprofit. And I want to say very clearly that in archiarchy, none of those things exist. Businesses, nonprofit, and association, they don't exist at all. And so you do not need a legal um, support to build the game world that you want to live in and you want to see flourish. So that's the first <clears throat> piece of your thought where that you can just throw in the trash can. <clears throat> that, you know, you have to go down to fill out a form, declare the name of your business and get a tax number. You can just tear that piece up and just throw it away because that whole, that whole, how do you say, rule of law mm -hmm. that is designed to promote corporate personhood and the concept of profit and the concept of ownership, et cetera, et cetera, concept of stocks and bonds, all those things. That entire game world is what's in eliminating life on planet Earth at the fastest possible rate. So you just skip that. You just leave it behind. It's a stupid game world. People tried it. It did not work walk in a different place start over and you don't because if as soon as you start going and filling out the forms and and you know shrinking your game world into fit into the structures the pre-existing structures of modern culture you have contaminated mm -hmm. your game world it is contaminated from this very start and so we're encouraging you to skip that part and, and and realize you're planting a point of origin in a culture that doesn't that is not included in modern culture at all zero it's not included at all start over go ahead so basically what you need to start a game world preferably to have more than you involved in the possibility of that game world so it's when two people are gathered in um the the possibility like when two people are gathered in the name of that possibility so you need you know two people and a name and that's it two people and a name you have a game world we encourage three people and we do encourage three people because if you have two people usually what would happen is your boxes are very similar and then you have a friend kind of have a friend box relationship in a game world, which limits the possibility of what can happen because you have similar boxes or you have kind of enemy boxes and the result is kind of an ongoing box war. So if you have three people, then the third person is always this force of, of possibility, this force of transformation. 
you know, there's there's these three forces to be aware of. One is the assertive force, one is the denying force, and one is the sustaining force. And the third person plays the role of the sustaining force, like carry, to carry through the evolution, the liquid state of the evolution is the sustaining force, to carry it through that. And just as a side note, if there's a couple, a couple will often be one person. You know, they're like one box. They're kind of together. So you would need two other people in addition to the, the couple. Great. And then one thing that we do recommend pretty soon, really pretty soon, is when you have the core team, what we would call the core team, three people, plus the name, is to immediately start building your website. So that when you start talking about, hey, I'm building a food cooperative, and it has a, does it have a name, Marcus, already? We've lost Marcus. Great. Let us know when you come back. Yeah. So um, then you say, you know, I'm building this food cooperative. You know, the first thing that I would do if people tell me what they build is I'm going to go online and, and see what are they, you know, what are they talking about? You know, what? And so in terms of visibility and credibility, just build a website and consider that it will ongoingly be a draft. And, and it's it's the rules of engagement. It's how does your game world go? Wh who's involved in the game world? What's the purpose of the game world? What is the service that you offer? What is the service that you offer? And that's it. That's that goes into a website. And it, it's really a powerful alchemical act to start writing because it puts your vision, like your heart, what the 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 value that you contain inside of yourself. It puts it into an element that um, is like on earth, like in the field. You're putting your value into the field instead of having it only inside of you. Mm -hmm. So anybody anywhere in the entire world, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, can enter your game world, can discover your game world. And so that's, that's the purpose of the website. And just to be clear, we are fond and we are fond of a, a platform called my, called strikingly.com, strikingly.com as a, a platform for free websites building. And it's efficient, fast, effective, it's fun, it's clear easy to use and free so there's no excuse you don't have to use wordpress for <laughs> example you don't have to pay for some special name or something yeah thank you great is there somebody else was you have an idea of a game world or you're building one or one that's already built you want to share or any yeah hello yes Hi. we have a game world building uh, it's called Heart in Nature. I have been recording sounds of the biospheres for uh, maybe seven years. And I create albums. And I've been connecting with indigenous communities in Central America, where I'm from, to connect with them and have some of the funds of the downloads of the sound albums to fund uh regeneration land regeneration mm. with through the indigenous communities and beth is on the team as well and we need two more people as well <laughs> yeah tamar can you say we have a website okay great what's your what's the edge of the game world like what's the question or the 
It is to instill the culture of listening, deep listening and being with Gaia through our listening. My question was a little different. It's like, what, um, what's the next step of evolution for the game world? For your, for, game. For your game world of heart in nature. Yes, um, to build a bigger team and keep growing, to to be able to uh, disseminate more of this information. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I've been doing it by myself. Beth mm -hmm. came along about two years ago, uh, but we really need to grow more. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think not not just right now, but we'll we'll talk. A little bit about um we found out these six steps of game world collapse and it has to do with team building and we want to share them with you so that you're already aware of the hurdles that could come along the way but i, I want to yeah i also want to share a website we have called your circle yourcircle.mystrikingly.com which, which every game world needs to grow in a way, because if it's not growing, it's it's collapsing. It's basically that your choice, you can't have really a stable game world. It just doesn't exist in nature. So it's either growing or dying. And so the way that your game world will grow is about building your circle. We call it your circle of people. And you have kind of concentric rings of people who are attracted to your game world. So the ones that are way on the outside have just heard about it. Next ring in, they subscribe to your newsletter and the next ring in, they actually participate in a workshop or a work talk or your, your process that you're offering. And the next ring in is they wanna contribute, they wanna be in a full-time, you know, in a big training or they wanna help, you know, help you, help you win. And then you have this inner, it's like a, it's not the inner ring that's confusing. It's actually called the infinity ring of the people who taking radical responsibility for your game world to fly. And, and that's called your infinity ring. And actually in the diagrams that I've been using, I put that on the outside so that people can connect with the people sourcing your game world easiest. So it's like not at the inside because then you, there's like an <clears throat> inner circle of people. And that's not, that's not at all what it's about. It's a circle that's um, radically responsible. And there's always more room in that circle when people show up who, who are able to be responsible in those things that make the game world grow. And to be really clear that this, this infinity ring, so this circle of people who are sourcing the game world and who are inventing new parts or deepening the context, they're not paid. They're not paid by you and they're also not paid by the game world itself. Not employees. They're not employees. So the way that they 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 are part of this team because that game world just turns them on. They want this game world to exist and to grow and to evolve and to be, to exist really in the world. And the way they're generating their resources is by delivering their own non-material value to the world. That's simple. And that mostly, I think I don't know how many of you have that have had that experience, but the number of quote unquote hours that you in our hierarchy that you would work for some kind of financial resource is so little compared to the to the time that you're spending 
you know, delivering your non-material value and building game worlds and being in teams and researching and documenting. And so the... You say that a different way. I don't think people got it. Okay. <clears throat> Which is, in our key, this idea of a time equals money uh, thoughtware do, completely disappears. And what really happens, what we discovered is if you're, you know, basically delivering your non-material value unreasonably, enthusiastically to the world in forms of, you know, albums, in forms of documentation, articles, podcasts, interviews, trainings, work talks, just talking to people on the street, going to festival and having, you know, um, cultural conversation with people in festivals, like all these ways that you're delivering your non-material value from your presence, you're, you are, you're indebting the universe towards yourself. The universe owes you a debt because you are delivering your non-material value and supporting the evolution of consciousness. You're delivering absurd, absurd levels of, of value. Yeah. And so it, it the balance gets um, unbalanced. The balance gets imbalanced. And that's when the universe starts flowing resources towards you. And only one of those is, let's say, money or currency. Mostly what the universe will flow is a team. What they will flow is um, coincidences. What they will flow is um, people willing to hold space for you for emotional healing processes. You know, taking you through uh, in, initiations or um, mm, uh, offering you possibility or clarity. or So all these resources, these are the main resources you actually need for your game world. You actually don't need money for your game world. One, one thing to remember <clears throat> is that each of you, the way you're providing value, what, what your game world is about is ahead of your time. You're ahead, you're, you're beyond the leading edge of most human awareness on planet Earth. So it's not like you will go, here's a new brand of soda pop. It will keep you awake and full of some kind of drugs that will make you stay up longer. And we have beautiful little can, you know, and everybody goes, ah, I want some. I'm going to try it. Now, you know, what you're going to offer is some kind of awareness expansion process experience that is going to take your customers into breakdown. They're going to go in liquid states as their thought work upgrades, as their awareness expands, as they become more aware of what their actions are causing in the world that are not positive effects, as they start taking responsibility for trying something different, et cetera, et cetera. This, so, so there's a growing number of people who are tired of the of the Coca-Cola, you know, advertising. They are tired of the mainstream. And and when possibility management first started back in 1998, there, there was it was essentially a flat desert where we were working. And so so since 1998, we've been building the name possibility management, building the name, expand the box, building the name, you know, laying out uh tools and processes and context and, and spaces where people can make spaces to teach people who can make more spaces. And so, and so what's happening and all the 300 million people who are cultural creatives around the world 
are working together, mostly disconnected from each other, but working together. And you can count on those other people. The 300 million around the world are doing this. And you don't know them. They don't know you. But you're, we're changing the morphogenetic field of the Earth so that, so that the, the interest is more like here now. It's more up on this kind of a curve. And so what means we, we can watch this from year to year in possibility management that, for example, that that five years ago, 10 years ago, there were hardly hardly so many people participating in this stuff. And now and now there's whatever we have 50 people coming to expand the box trainings, 40, 50 people coming to labs. And it's like, OK, OK, we have to offer. OK, so this is all water under the bridge. This is all stuff that you've done, we've done, the other people have done to make it possible to stand on each other's shoulders, hold each other's hands in the big circle and just roll into next culture together. This is what we're doing with the game worlds. So the idea of there not being enough customers, mm. like scarcity of customers is such a common thing in modern culture. And it absolutely does not exist in in the evolutionary work, in the awareness expansion work. There's no there's no lack of customers on planet Earth. So if you ever have that feeling of gosh, you know, okay, we have all the people in Freiburg who ever want to come to our, um, you know, buy organic carrots at the cooperative, or all the people who who want to understand what nature noises are and what's really happening out there, you know. You're you're not you're not close. You know what I mean? There's nothing. There's you're. It's so wide open. It's hard to imagine uh, how many people need and want, and they're sick. You know, they're unbalanced and ill because they don't have what you're offering. You know, you guys have such valuable stuff to offer. The only thing that's stopping you is you don't have your circle built. You're not. You haven't built out your circle and let people know what you're offering and what they can get from what you're offering. And so that's why this whole circle thing is so important. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, we're here in Brazil and I, every other day there's some sound I hear in the jungle that's right outside my door that I, it scares the shit out of me because I don't know what it is. There's this one thing that goes <laughs> and if it's a chill on my back and I, I don't, if it's some kind of monkey or lizard or some some I don't know create some something from the dark I don't know what it is but the anyway there's so much people need to understand about life on planet Earth so okay so I just wanted you to get it that you're ahead of your time and it doesn't matter just really that's the circumstances that you're in and I'd also like to throw in a, a currency that I think is uh, giving, or at least for me, the biggest power of to build that game world. And it is that is I do it basically first for my own ent enthusiasm. So I do it because it's fun for me. And that's why why this, as you said, Uncle, it measures up like the time I invest versus money. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And, and then also I experienced that this, my own enthusiasm that's what is attractive to other people because i think it is uh i pro i'm assuming that it is for so many people on earth a longing to experience your own enthusiasm 
And if there's someone doing it, then these are the best people to become inspired by. And if you are it, then you're the best person to inspire others. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Somebody? Oh, yeah, I ahead. wanted to hear from somebody who's who does not yet have a game world, but has some kind of vision. Like you want, you want to build a game world. And it's coming from a place of necessity, enthusiasm, pain. Maybe I have something to Marcus, and maybe it's something to your question too. Because for me, or or I have had the experience that the um, gap to be in the nothing it's important for me. So if I don't you um, be with this emptiness inside of me I would like or I, I create the old on the new way and with this being with this fear of not knowing how something goes it creates yeah a game word inside of me just to try out and after this time there was something in me like yes and I need this free space to create something. And I would like to be fast and fast and fast and fast. And the old can go and the new have to be there. And it is a nice experience to be with this emptiness or not knowing how something goes. So Christina, um, can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you able to, to teach that to other mm -hmm. people? Yes. So you've done workshops and work talks, and you've written articles, maybe, and you and you or video, and you're you're starting to you're sharing that with other people. That's about this emptiness and not knowing. Yes. Hmm. And what's the name of it? So that's so that's what Anne is asking about. You are at the edge mm -hmm. where you have this value where you're enthusiastic, like Marcus says, you have enthusiasm about nothing. <laughs> and, and the power, the power of the void, the emptiness, the, the potential of the void is, is immense, it's endless. And so if you can bring people through their emotional healing processes and their thought work upgrades so that they can change their relationship to that force of creation called the void or nothingness, the emptiness, groundlessness. If you can, you give it a name and you start training people how to fly in the void. You know, we've got a website called Flying School. You might want to read it, flyingschool.mystrikingly.com because nobody is delivering Flying School. And it's so powerful and useful and necessary for people to fly because if you can't walk over the edge of your box, if you can't put at least one foot over the edge into the nothing, you'll just be painting modern culture green, just like you said. You'll be doing the same thing modern culture is doing painted green. But if you want to find something new, you've got to go into the unknown. And to go in the unknown is terrifying. It is groundless. Yes. And if that doesn't become home for you, then creation will not be your favorite thing to do in the morning. You, you will step up into doing things you already did before instead of inventing new stuff each day. And then the world will suffer and you will not be very enthusiastic. 
<laughs> but if you step out of bed in the morning into nothing, that's going to wake you up right quick. <laughs> yes, and after the last lap last weekend, it's uh, the lab was about to be in relationship. And there's something like, I don't know how to be in a relationship and with to be with this. It's on a new part. So on a new um, part of life. Last time it was another theme. And yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Somebody else? Uh, yeah, I would like to share. Hello, Katrin. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> Not surprised you're here. <laughs> um, sorry, we, we know each other from a place. Um, so one thing that I'm dreaming is, I in my mind, it's called eco-conscious leadership. And it's bringing two passions of mind together, which is like mindfulness and becoming more conscious, raising your awareness pretty much of, of our interbeing with each other and with the world. And the eco is from ecology, like teaching people to understand the ecology because many people act and they break this system that is supporting us for a long time already. Um, so the point is kind of to raise awareness about how we can learn to live with the ecology and how we can build structures to relate with each other in a more constructive and more beautiful, fun, happy way. How far are you? <clears throat> how far am I? Um, well, I have it pretty much mapped out what it's needed and now I'm looking for people that would like to join. You have a website? Not yet. Okay, that's going to be your first step. Mm. And uh, I'm, I would encourage you to not use vocabulary from mainstream modern culture, such as leadership, unless you're trying to change modern culture. If you're trying to change modern culture, I suggest you will fail. Because if modern culture is good at one thing, it's good at spraying pepper spray in your eyes and shooting you with rubber bullets if you want to change something because modern culture is defended against change it's functioning perfectly it's not broken it has no intention at all of ever changing so if you're going to use vocabulary from modern culture thinking you're going to teach modern culture business people leadership you know they already have they already have leaders <clears throat> the leaders <coughs> I'm choking up about this <laughs> the leaders are the billionaires. You know, they're the billionaires. You think they want to change something? Guess again. So if you use the word leadership, you're automatically creating followership. And so I encourage you not to use the vocabulary that creates followership. Hmm. And you can get your team together and come up with a, other, a different name, some other name. I mean, what came to me was eco-conscious invention. Invention. It's all about inventing next culture, inventing regenerative culture. And so that would be another another possibility. 
Okay, great. Thank you, Clinton. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm I'm working on an article, and the title goes something like, "If you don't have a circle, it could be that it's because you're not in integrity with yourself." Meaning that there's this there's this um, idea somehow of maybe wanting to uh, say, "Okay, I'm going to build a bridge towards the people who don't know yet about the possibility of." healing or growing up or being more conscious or being more in touch with you know Gaia or the ecology and so therefore I'm going to twist sort of my vision I'm going to twist my clarity I'm going to kind of suppress a little bit who I am or what I want so that I can talk to these other people who are lost something like that and that idea is basically you're you are radiating this thing of not being really clear not really being yourself you're being adaptive so the people you will attract as a people who are attracted by people who are adaptive. And that's the people in your circle. And it will be so painful because the, the experience is people don't get me. Like, or people are not really doing the work. Or I can't really like be myself around the people in my circle. So if you have any kind of these, you know, impression is it's because, well, hell, you, you're not you're not actually being yourself and so therefore you're not attracting the people who would actually love to be around your being and they are out there the radical people the vulnerable you know people who want radical relating radical responsibility radical honesty you know radical creation radical invention they exist in larger numbers than you think and in the thing that's really blocking us is really this fear, you know, this fear of being ourselves. And because it's just been crushed over and over again as, you know, as children. And also probably this might sound a little weird in a game world work talk, but probably most of you also had um, past life where you had been killed for, you know, being, uh, you know, an edge worker, like being a healer, being a a creator of a different culture or questioning the authority or questioning the culture. And so therefore we have these experiences in ourselves of God, if I really show up, you know, if I really shine and be radiant, mm -hmm. I'll just get killed again. I'll get humiliated. And these are um, gateway for emotional healing processes. And it does not take very long to go through them, but when they come up, just do them. This fear about being yourself, this fear about, shining this speaking about, out yeah speaking out or thinking that you're too arrogant just do the emotional healing process and there's about five six seven like that's been my experience being around um people on this path of five six seven at least past life process so it's not just don't do just one and consider it's done it's more than one so there's there's two things about this one is <clears throat> one is if you were, if your being had the qualities of a person who was already could make this game world, the game world would already exist, would be in existence for five years, 10 years, 20 years already. If your being was already having the shape and the, and the, and the capability to create the game world, it would already exist. And so the information that you're getting is is that since it does not yet exist or since it's stuck or since it's not fully blossomed, that's where you're stuck. And that's why these emotional healing processes are crucial mm -hmm. 
If you want your game world to expand, you expand. That's the key. So just throw yourself into emotional healing process. We know people who just, you know, two or three times a week, they're jumping into emotional healing process and their lives are just going like this beautiful garden is happening. Fruit is being, you know, coming out, you know, flowers and amazing animals and creatures and like sunlight. I mean, all this stuff is coming out of their garden because their being is un unfolding. It's emerging. But if you don't do those emotional healing processes, for whatever reason, you, you, your game world will stay kind of where it is because this is what you can manifest right now. So if you reinvent yourself, you reinvent your game world. That's one key. And the other key that we've been finding is, and Chloe just mentioned it, is it's really important to discover your own arrogance, to, uh, to find in yourself a kind of arrogance. And I want to explain what that means because in modern culture, in the way we were born and raised, arrogance is thought of as something bad. It's kind of overly self-assured or hurtful, you know, to the point of hurting others. It's like, I don't care. Arrogance mm -hmm. kind of means I don't care. Shutting people out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. You guys are all wrong. Whatever. Arrogance is like that. But there's a certain necessity for you to have to bring back a, a kind of outrageous level of arrogance in so that you give yourself permission to do insane things, things that seem crazy. I mean, every new idea at first seems crazy, right? That's why it's a new idea. At first, it seems crazy. If it wasn't seeming to be crazy, everybody would be doing it already. So every new idea first seems crazy. If you don't have permission to be crazy and to actually try this stuff that you want to create, it won't happen. So the way to give yourself permission to do crazy stuff is to bring up a kind of arrogance. So you can mm -hmm. speak about it in new vocabulary that people don't even understand what you're talking about. And you speak full on straight to them about, you know, archiarchy and we just... We just brought to life Arkan shamanism. So there's in what is Arkan shamanism? Well, it's the kind of shamanism they do in archiarchy. What the hell is that? We we also I'm in a group, a team where we figured out that the name for permaculture in that that includes inner permaculture and outer permaculture together in like whole permaculture, the name for that is Arkan permaculture. What is Arkan permaculture? It's the kind of permaculture they do in archaearchy. And so this takes arrogance. It takes arrogance to just say this stuff and just stand there and answer people's questions from that unknown place where it comes from, you know, where the new stuff comes from. Katrin, something is happening. Would you tell us? It's a mix out of joy and sadness because I realized that in two days, four years ago, I had my abortion and and I want to reach out to other women with this experience. And I want to to <laughs> to explore what does healing mean? Healing healing of this 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 wound. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you.
Yeah, there's really so many women and men, you know, not just the women, but also the men who would who need that space. Mm. You know, and it's incredible. It's so mind blowing. For me, it is still so mind blowing. I kind of slap it slaps me every every week or something to realize that if I can give a name to something and give, you know, be clear about the purpose, people can move into that. Possibilities that were not available before become available. And it, it's like, okay, that's how powerful I am. I mean, that's how powerful we really are. To be able to to use, you know, this, whatever, our pain, our experiences, our necessity being, I want this to exist. I want a space where I can talk and heal this part of me. You know, so Katrin, maybe your next step is to do a work talk on exactly mm -hmm. what you're talking about and bring a big box of tissues mm -hmm. so that you can just keep talking while you're crying and other people, you know, so they can use them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and do the work talk and give it a name, a title. There's, your team can help you find a title for it. And then then do a workshop about it. It takes a whole day or two days. Mm -hmm. And it, people's lives will change and they will unfold and they will get their energy back and new realizations and things can, life can come back. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to hear from Elliot or Stefan. When you guys want to say something? Yeah, you can hear me? Yes. Yes. Well, for me, it's kind of, there's a lot of disillusion, which I find out that it is kind of good because my naivety is like immense. This is opening up for me recently. And each day is like something more opens up and I go like, I go crazy about this. Um, and the other thing is, well, I'm a musician and I do some music stuff and I teach like kindergarten and, and all this education stuff, family, community, all this stuff opens up when I get, go angry, like, you know, like, uh, I think I'm go, get, go, going to be crazy. Like uh, I'm seeing so much stuff and watching people not seeing it. I go like, Ugh. and now I'm not really super smart or something. But as you say, this, I don't know, it's its just, yeah, there's lot, lots of anger and, 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 and I'm talking to people, it kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know, I, I think, because, you know, my family taught me to be nice and stuff, and I find out that I'm starting talking out some of these uh, things, some of these things which pop up for me, I go like super heavy and I I, I kind of, I don't know, um, people go away, you know? It's like I'm not connecting and I'm thinking about, well, you know, doing some workshops and uh, it's, uh, there, there, there are lots of ideas you mentioned, doing it, connecting, building a circle, getting the people uh, who attract the idea. So big part is speaking it out. And uh, regardless of my education thing, you know, 
growing up in the family and the environment and all this shit and, and, and makes you the person, the nice guy who you are, or or you uh, you you pretend you are, but in the inside it's go like, you know, I need weapons, lots of weapons. You know, <clears throat> Stefan, we there's a there's a thing you could have a, a weekly meeting called a possibility team. And there's a website called. Huh? Or, or spark experiment team, but but yeah. it's a space where you have three, four, five other people who actually come to your house, and you, the purpose of your meeting is to practice speaking into into speaking to them about this stuff, about the dangerous stuff, the clear stuff, in a way that works better. And so the first few times they put you in a standing rage hold, and you just scream your head off for the first few weeks. And then the second time, go, I don't need you to hold me this time. I'm going to do it. And the next time you can do it and you can go, okay, I'm, I have more clarity now. And you just keep practicing, but you need to, you need to start to blow up the volcano first. Mm -hmm. You have to. And so blow up the volcano. Like don't, you've got the foot on the accelerator and the foot on the brakes at the same time. It'll make your hair mm -hmm. turn gray. I mean, it's horrible. So look, so, so this thing is called a possibility team or you, where you can practice, everybody can practice doing speaking what they need, what needs to be said, whatever right. needs to be said. And, so and people come to my place, or I go. Yes. Or... Yeah, you pick one place every week, seven thirty Thursday evening at your place, three, four, five. You put a little paper around town and go. Look, I'm having a practice group for speaking. It's oh, all right. Speaking. And then yeah. people come and they support each other. You guys support each other speaking in a way that works and you pick the biggest stuff for people to speak about there have been possibility teams going on for decades mm -hmm. it's so valuable for people so you know i started my first possibility team in 1975 so just start one there's great information thank you for sharing what you were mm -hmm. sharing about thank, well, you, thank you thank you Stefan. thank you i want to speak I want to speak up. Go. Because, yeah, because I want to train to speak up about this subject, which is game world. I I am in a journey with that way to, to find where is my quest, my game world. And I, I'm in this moment, like with, I as I heard uh, Anne saying about integrity, I want to, to be like to stay in my integrity and and now <clears throat> i'm in italy and i saw also jacopo here i wrote last year on facebook page like the italian facebook page possibility management management page hello i want to connect with you who are you <laughs> and so we start to connect with and then we we start a possibility team in italian and we start to do some things in it in italian and uh, I I did the coach training with with Christine, and I I, I now I'm having I'm sharing other on a studio uh, to deliver my work as a coach here, and I sense that I'm I'm a little bit lost in this moment, like really to wh where I will put my energy, like it's to build the circle in Italy, it's to build my circle, it's to it's to and and yeah I sense that I'm putting my energy in many places and I want to yeah I want to explore more about this integrity really this integrity of of my being what my being is wants to do 
Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> There's an experiment that you can do more than one time. And what it is is to just lay down on the floor in the middle somewhere, not in a bed or a couch, just really on the floor. And you just lay there and you do not move or speak or do anything until it comes out of you for real, until it's what you really, what you, what you are comes out. And you might lay there for an hour, six hours. You might lay there for a couple of days. You know, you just lay there until all this stuff falls off. And it's all distractions, all concepts, all you should, you must, you have to, like all this pressure from other people, your programming from your parents, you know, the culture, and you just don't move until it comes from you. And I encourage you to do that and then stay there, you know, stay in that space. And then, then you'll start having a different diet. You'll put on different clothes. You'll meet different people. You will do different things. You will start over again. It's a start over experiment. Tell people that you're fine. Though. Tell people that you're going to do this experiment and you're, it's called the start over experiment and that you'll be fine. They don't have to like call the doctor or something. And that, um, Marina, I wouldn't worry so much about it because it's sort of like you got to enter the candy shop. You made possibility management, and possibility management is kind of like a candy shop. It's like, God, I could do rage club. God, I could do possibility. <laughs> team. I could do coaching. I could do women's work. I could do, I could do parenting. It's like, oh, this is so amazing. And you're just kind of like, you know, overdosing on the candy shop. And, and <laughs> you know, it's like kids, you know, at some point, the candy thing will, will be like, okay, enough. You know, I've got enough <laughs> of tasting everything. And But at the same time, if you don't do it in the beginning, it's like you're blocking kind of that wildness of tr wanting to try things out. So you you can consider yeah. that you're also in this phase of like, you just trying things out in the candy shop and there's a door, you know, at the end and you'll get, you'll get to that door, you know, eventually. And you cannot take all the candies with you. So you'll just yeah. you'll take the ones you love the most. And the candy <laughs> shop is not going anywhere. Yeah, right. The candy shop will always be there. <laughs> you can go back. And then, then I lay down for... 10 days <laughs> afterwards yeah yeah thank you i have a possibility too are you open for this yes um, from the feelings practitioner use your sadness in deutsch was bedeutet anlehnen im englischen lean on your sadness use your sadness to Lean, lean on lean on yes lean on to yourself from your inside so use your sadness for your muscles and for your heart and be intimacy with yourself and be with this and lean inside of you and from this you can go out thank you that's my possibility thank you thank you thank you Jacqueline, what what are you about? Hello. I feel I'm feeling fear because I I'm definitely in the candy shop right now, and I <laughs> and I and I don't have the answer to what what I want to do with all of it. I'm very much exploring 
I've been in a, a washing machine of EHPs the past couple of weeks, which has been amazing. I, I was really noticing myself light up when you were all talking about just like the power of the EHP to shift like a block go. Um, so that was speaking to me. And yeah, I just I feel like I'm really in the candy shop and I don't I don't have my vision, my grand vision yet. Jacqueline, at this point, what I would encourage you to do is to really build these spaceholder skills, build spaceholder skills so that that um, I don't know. Are you already delivering emotional healing processes for other people? Are you holding space? Yes. Great. So that's 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 one, you know, first step. Another step is to hold space for a group. So like a possibility team or spark study group. So that was mentioned by Clinton. Mm -hmm. And then. One of the next step would be learning to hold space for Rage Club, because Rage Club there you are in a it's a you know high uh, feeling kind of high intensity transformational um, highly transformational cooking chamber, and if you can hold space for Rage Club, basically what I've noticed um, training Rage Club spaceholder train uh, Rage Club spaceholders is that after Rage Club there's this um, there's this uh, clarity about okay i can i can do this i can hold space for high intensity evolutionary process so which dimension will i really hold space for like what's my thing what's my value what's my flavor what's my quality and don't expect it to stay the same mm -hmm. just roll with it you know start with where you are and it will it will emerge don't expect it i found my calling <laughs> you know I read my Paolo, Paolo Coelho book and now I found my calling. You know, it's not like that. It, it rolls along and it goes this way and that way and this way and just go along with it. And so something that really helps in this rolling along, which is a really a tradition of, of archiarchy, is to immediately start replacing yourself. Like as you're starting to deliver what you're delivering, you're already planning that this will be temporary and you're already replacing yourself. Even if it's brand new, first time you're doing it, you start replacing yourself. You have apprentices already, you know, in your first space, so that the, while they grow into being able to hold space for this value that you created, you can, you know, you're preparing yourself for the next step. And when you're ready for the next step, this bridge that you created is taken care of. Because if it's not taken care of, you will have so much pain of leaving it die you know letting it die and that's one of the blocks to rolling along so even when you are an apprentice you have apprentices apprenticing to your apprenticeship okay how to be an apprentice it's such a valuable thing yeah. how to pay attention how to how to support how to ask questions that add you know value to a space all this um apprenticeship skills hmm. thank you thank you both Thank you. Aye, Aye Brooken. Tell us about your project. Hmm. Um, wow, it's really hard for me to to um to talk because I I go so much along with everything what was said and with some of the processes of others. Um yeah, so I think I'm kind of excited to be here. 
I don't know any any one of you. I read the book. I worked with the book. I I had own processes that, that were really very similar to what you do. So somebody suggested to me, hey, you have to you have to read that. You have to go into that. And here I am, yeah. And uh, it's quite a while that I'm in this void. And in the void, in the, uh, like this process, I don't know who said that before, this uh, just lying down and then everything falls off for hours and days. So this growing out of the um, inner child ego structure, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of, um, I had amazing people to guide me. And yeah, so I'm, uh, I, I find myself at a place of inner peace, of um, no more resistance, no fighting. And you know what? What resonates to me a lot is the word suicide, because because in my former life it was always like that. I can't stand that anymore. I can't. I have to make an end of it. Or I know the people. I know a lot of people who are who did it, who are doing it, and it really breaks my heart. And I think around that uh, to together with uh, something I, I'm kind of creating about metamorphosis, about the different rooms of metamorphosis um, uh, that can be really playful, musical, lyric, uh, rhythm. Um, each, each room is different from the next and it's, it's just a growing from one to the next to the next. So um, Maybe there is a vision somehow that it's possible to learn the new language a little bit through these rooms and through the experience, through the uh, playful experience um, alone, but also in groups. Yeah, uh, we, we once did it as a dance, like two people the, the status quo and the new, and then going through these rooms and what happened was so amazing so yeah i don't know if it makes any sense what i'm saying yeah it's um, true. you know the sun is just coming out and i'm sitting here in this yeah so so look at i can you yeah. imagine that can you imagine that what you're describing is really important and useful yes absolutely useful. okay can you imagine sharing that with other people empowering them to go to to ride the surf on the chaos of metamorphosis. Yes, and somehow I'm doing it um, already. Come, but how can no, I come I'm to coming. your meeting? Where? When's your next meeting? You, <laughs> you meet online. <laughs> can you say it again? You cut out for a moment. Oh. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, are you um, are you coming to Berlin or uh, when think online? When are you offering? What's the title of it? Where's the website? And how do I register? Um, so, uh, I, I, it's not about that. you. A game yeah. world is not about you. Yes, it needs to be something that 
feeds you, but your game world is not about you. It's about right. spaces that you provide for other people. If you're not providing it to other people, it's not a game world. And it's so, so yeah. you have this, each of us has a doorway. You're talking, you're telling us about your doorway. You, know, you have this access to this clarity and possibility and it's unique. Okay, well, we need it. And if you're just going to eat it yourself, then it's then nobody gets it. But if you start giving work talks, workshops, you do, you know, articles, you make meetings, you know, that's where you start to give it away. I know. I know. I know. And and that is the next step. I know. Um, what I just told you is the thing I went through to be able to provide it. To, to be a step ahead in a way. Okay, or but maybe I still not. think you're keeping it to yourself. I still uh -huh. think you're hiding it. You've got it. You've got no, it you know, visibility is dangerous. So, hell yes. <laughs> That's the kind, exactly the kind of possibilities we need. The ones that actually work, the ones that cause change, open doors to new spaces. So don't hide it, okay? Start, start figuring out ways, get your team together. It will sound crazy. Don't worry about that. But start start giving it away. For those of you who are uh, maybe not in some, we we come together as a global community in Telegram groups. And so if you're missing like two people to be on your team of like, okay, I want to I want to finally be visible with this. You know, I want to have a work talk. I want to have a meeting. I want to have a website. You can ask in this creation village, this possibility creation village would be two people who would be on my team for for really for me to take my next step in building my game world so i'll send out the link in the in an email oh, yeah. thank you mm -hmm. i'd like to hear from one of the two olivers or both of them and elliot and sophia come on you guys yeah can you hear me yeah yes, yes. speak up though speak loud shout can't be too loud because there are people sleeping. Yeah, wake them up. Wake them up. You've got something to say. <laughs> there's, there's, there's something that I'm I'm kind of obsessed with, and it's called natural farming. And it's it's like a way of relating to the to the land and to the soil, which just harnesses the power of nature, and it's it's just a beautiful beautiful system for relating to the land and growing food and farming and what's the name of your website sorry what's the name of your website i don't have one okay by tomorrow we need a website from you it takes five minutes to set up a website you are keeping you're doing just like aye you're, you're keeping gold and you're keeping it a secret mm -hmm. you know we need that we have a yeah. thing you know arkin permaculture needs natural farming natural farming stuff everything you learn is is the treasure it's it's also it's all uh, yes and it's also already a game world as well there's a, a game world out there called korean natural farming which is is happening as well which you can look okay i want to say something is there's this idea that if the game world already exists you have no permission to evolve it or grow it or you know be a part of it and and I would say just you know flush that assumption. I mean, if you love that stuff, all of it is actually copyleft. All of it is common creative. All of it is for Gaia. It's from Gaia for Gaia. 
to consider it you you're sourcing it you are sourcing natural farming and you can make a website about the part that you are sourcing and where you put videos on it where you speak about your experiences show people how to do this will you do that yes okay by when in in i committed last night and in, in two weeks i will have a website and uh, i'm also going to be getting classes i have a, a teacher coming to new zealand to teach and what about weeks, giving classes? What about Sorry. you teaching? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a story that I don't know enough. It's an emotional healing process. Yeah. Just call up Vera. She's sitting right there on the screen. I'm going to put it like <laughs> Just call her up and say, do this emotional healing process for me that I don't know enough. The, the secret is, you know, it's been said so many times, but we teach best what we most need to learn. And so all of us, you know, saying this is my game world. This is what, what we're saying is this is what I'm not good at. You know, this is what I want to learn how to do. <laughs> this is why I'm unskilled. I don't have competence. And so therefore I'm holding space for a game world for it. That's what we're basically all saying. And Elliot, we've got this website called Arkin Permaculture, and it's missing the the natural. natural farming part. It's missing that section because you didn't write it yet. You know, this is amazing. You, have you watched the the the, the Guyan Road Team uh, interview of Mike Vernum? Mike Keith Vernum. Sorry, Barnum. Keith Earth Burnham. Magic, and he learned natural farming in a hammock on a community somewhere on the west, east coast of, of America. That's how you learn natural farming. So you learned it somehow, but, but the yeah. point is sharing it. That's the point. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be a co-editor on the Arkin Permaculture website, just tell me and you, I'll open up a space and you can just write stuff. Put up videos, put up, all right? You have to send me your email address. Or tell me what it is. Just tell me right now. What is your email address? Um, it's grow your own food. At? At tutanota.com. Tutanota. You know what that is? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. One of the Olivers. We need some olives. Yeah, I'm, I'm going super slow slow at the moment. Just I'm in a way doing this lying on the floor uh, exercise for I don't know about two weeks now. Not literally, but I'm just taking it very slow because my physical body's um is kind of Oliver? making me go slow. Yes. Oliver. I know you're going slow and all that stuff. We have a few minutes left. So cut to the point. Just go right to it. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting with that vision of like creating a space for next culture 
in around Freiburg together with Eva and Marcus. That's what we're sitting at at the moment, or like what we're working on. And I'm really glad that we skipped from the idea of we need to kind of build a codex for the cooperative that we're gonna kind of gonna build to be able to buy a house or whatever. And we kind of skipped that and went on to like the codex of what we want to create, like what is the game what we want to live in. And right now it's kind of really a pretty broad thing, like for all the different activities we're kind of holding and we want to see flourish in in, in Freiburg. And um, and within that, the thing that's really dear to me is like a, a place to, to live together and create together and kind of have other people come visit and experience that, like a bridge house. And Talking like a Hogwarts bridge house. Yes. The Freiburg Hogwarts bridge house. Yes. It can also be a Black Forest Hogwarts bridge house. Yeah. Let's call it Hubwards because we were already speaking about it being, it being a hub. Okay. Hubwards. Yeah. Hubwards. Where's the website? Oliver, how can people find you? <laughs> well, there is at least a PM Collective Freiburg. That's how we're starting. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting your point. <laughs> thank you oliver yeah, too good. oliver too what are you <laughs> oliver too yeah hi it's the first time for me to be in such a work talk it's great i'm excited I'm very excited and uh yesterday i have a commitment in my possibility team uh, to go uh for for creating a place for comedy and uh, for doing some kind of relaxation therapy and such, such, such things and with uh, sounds like gong and handpan and uh, monochords and so stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm going with it. There's a web page, but it's not filled yet. <laughs> Name is capsam.de and .org. It's like a shelter in Latin. And yeah, now I go. And I have to leave my business, I'm just in my business, the whole day, today, like every day. <laughs> I have to go the step from my business. Last 30 years, now to the next step. Level. Do you need anything from us right now? Pardon? Do you need anything from the team right now? No, I just, uh, for the moment, I'm filled up with... Uh, okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Good luck. It sounds super. Uh, Sophia Duarte. Hi. You're muted. Can you? Can you? Can you? No. Unmute yours. Yes. Can you listen now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I feel very excited and grateful to be here. My game world is more about mental health. I, I, I work some of that. I work with teenagers and uh, it's about a new vision for mental health, more uh, focus on like the pearl, the purpose of life. So this is about this disconnection now that we have in teenagers 
and also not also no, not, not only but the mental health for me is pretty much related with this disconnection from the earth and also from your main purpose your soul purpose what's and the so, name of, what is the name of the of your of the of that it's be human with a just a letter b yeah dot org it's not on site but I, now i know that i have okay. to to i I, I felt both things that I resonated a lot with what Nkoloe was showing, was uh, talking about both the compromise, because I always feel like I have to be a little bit the old doctor and not uh, the new shaman <laughs> from the... So there is this compromising always that's kind of keeping me and I'm stuck. And also the fear I think I have from past lives uh, of being uh, really punished for these ideas and for the new. And I, 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 I think I also already experienced it in this life. So yes. it's, it's also present. Time, and time for arrogance. I mean, you, I know, think, yeah. you know this stuff is valuable that you're doing. You know how important it is. So really, it's really up to you to take a stand for that. Really. Yeah. But it really, really helps to have a team, Sophia, because in those moments of, you know, when the fear, you know, grips and the doubt comes, it, for me, it's like when that stuff come up, I call somebody and I say, you know, am I crazy? You know, can you give me some reality? And often in most, you know, most of the time, the people will, will say, look, you're doing the work. You know, you're freaking out. It's totally normal, but keep going. Just keep going. So yeah. it's really great to have a team that can just keep, um, you know, putting you back on track. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm. There's a question about the um, to find a tool about past lives. Past life stuff. We have a website, a new website that's being made called Past Life Vow. And it has the, some great information on it already. That will give you some hints about it. And I, I'm asking Anne Chloe if you will, mm -hmm. she's just going to, we just share with people these ways that, that new game worlds can collapse so people just have an idea. This is on a website also. What's the name of the website? It's called Game World Consulting. And you'll see the website is not completely finished, uh, but there's great information on it. And we discovered this um, game world collapse from um, consulting a game world that was a community. So it came out of a community um, research, but it really applies to all game world. And it has these six or seven, uh, it's like really six steps of places where the game world goes uh, off track. Like it is taken over by unconsciousness, basically. So the first one is, it usually happens really soon in building game worlds, is the illusion of we. It's like, let's come together. We have this, we all have the same vision. It's gonna be fantastic. And it's this kind of the 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 pink, or the, the excitement. And that can seem like the best part of the game world because there's all this enthusiasm. The thing is, the illusion is there is no we in responsibility. 
So having 10, 20, or 30 people coming around a vision, thinking we will make the game world happen, is it's the first collapse in the game world. Okay, some... some so there's only one, two, or three people. You know, the three right. people are going to do it, not everybody else, not the we. Who will really source it. So you'll see in the game world, there's um, there's the, the remedy, the intervention. Like what kind of intervention can you do at what, what part of the collapse is your game world? So some game worlds keep going. They, they take this illusion of, of we and they go into the second um, uh, step of collapse and it's uh, everything is rosy. So, okay, let's, we, we come together. We think, um, wait, hold on. Sorry. I have to, I'm, I'm following my notes because I don't, I don't know it by heart. Okay. Second step is we invest in trust in naivete. So that's the moment where you start buying land. You start um, putting big investments of time, especially of time and money and material. And this thing of, well, if we put resources, it will work out. And so usually there's a high fear at that point, but it's suppressed because the, the fear is saying, um, look, we're all being naive here about what's really going on, about who's really holding space for the project. Yeah, it's like doing the, what looks like the easy work, you know, the easy thing first. But mm -hmm. and that's that is like shooting yourself in the foot. You know, you have to do the hard work first. So the third step is this um, everything is rosy. And that's this, okay, now we're in a game world together. Now we are, uh, we've committed to a land, we've committed to money. So we're all going to pretend that it's working. So we all give hugs to each other. We're being nice. It's really this, this whole pretend phase of the game world. The, four, the fourth step, usually what happens is pretty soon the gremlin starts coming out. There's resentment. There's expectations, there's uh, emotional reactivity, there's hooks. And, and then you have your game world is basically a feeding frenzy for gremlin. It's a hell world. And the, the, the thing is, if you really do not consciously have the distinction gremlin in your game world, people will come for the purpose of feeding their gremlin. And they will take your gremlin down just so, yeah, they'll take your game world down just so that you can, so that they can feed their gremlin. So and you that, can just, you can just, you know, not let that happen. You can just say, this is not, this game world is not available for gremlin feeding ground. Yeah. Then what happens usually is that the, what is declared is the game world has failed. We've put all this money in. We thought we trusted each other. Everything was rosy. Then the gremlins came out. And we all feel betrayed. We all feel betrayed. You know, I cannot do what I wanted to do in the game world. So therefore, the game world has failed. That's the, the fifth steps in this game world collapse. Anybody ever experienced that before? Anybody? Yeah. Could not do what you really wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. So I want to tell you that the further you go along of this collapse, the harder it is to start over. The more painful it is, the more crystallized people are in their resentment. So really, it's great to know the phases so that you can see them in your own game world and maybe also see them in other people's game world and be able to help them. And the sixth phase is people having a cognitive dissonance, justification 
about why the game world failed. Meaning instead of saying, I use, you know, I use this game world to feed my gremlin. I, you know, they're like, well, it didn't work out because um, I, I changed my mind or it didn't work out because uh, I, um, I need to move to another part of the country or it failed. You know, it's this, this justification about why I could not keep going into the game world. And it's a kind of dissonance about reality and this, how do I make it, how do I paint it over so that it is okay, basically? How do I make it okay for myself? Instead of being in the pain of, you know, like um, like Christina said, it like just doing the old thing, just painted green. Mm. It's just the same thing, just painted green. Nothing really changed. So there's great information on the, the Game World Consulting website about that. And I, I recommend, especially if you, it's a community, like you're building a community game world to study them. Thank you yeah. for saying this. And do you propose that that um, having them aware and speaking about them, that is what makes the time shorter of them actually causing pain, these phases? Yes. And just being aware of them, you can even avoid them completely. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will send an email to all the people who registered right after this, with the recording also. So we have one minute and there's still a couple of people who didn't speak. There's Israel and Dor, is anybody, any, or Zana? I'll speak, go. Beth wants to speak. Go ahead. Hi, yeah, because I got really excited during this to talk about what I'm interested in, which is like becoming an Arkin clinician because I'm really into this, this concept of like how we nourish all the five bodies, how we were talking about, about it in the archiarchal women's group. How do we like take care of those baseline needs? Um, I myself have had cancer. I've had a lot of physical ailments and through, I've had a couple EHPs where in after the EHP, the pain went away, the cut like went like healed these kinds of really magical moments with my physical body. So yeah, I'm, I'm really lit up about the physical body and how the EHPs are this direct way and how we can speak to our organs. And so I'm now going to involve myself with the healing uh, practitioners clinic weekly. And this, this is, this is my path. So. Wow. Thank, thank you. you. Well, it's so powerful. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You got to talk to Yerdes Tilch. She's also just thinking about designing a a program to bring all this information to to doctors and so. Mm. So I think maybe you you two might have something to share. You write her name in you, the chat, please. I, will, yeah. I have a, I have an invitation. Following also Vera's invitation, I have an invitation that most of you are in the Creation Village, and if you could share this vision of your game world in this village as a way to just create this field of there's all these facets of archaearchy that are coming to life yes would you do that mm -hmm. and it doesn't yes. need to be clear it is that doesn't need to be it's wherever you are whatever you're holding space for okay well thank you all yeah. for jumping in this rapid fire space really thank you for the work that you're doing and your commitment to 
entering the unknown and still inventing it. Like it's just inventing it as you go along. It's so important what you're bringing. So please, please, please um, make go through the EHPs, connect with your team, give it a name, build a website, just start telling people about it. And just one step at a time, that's how it goes. Oh, <clears throat> I'll say one thing that this is really what the path is about, in my opinion. Like the path is not about healing ourselves or becoming enlightened. I think the path is really about holding space for what we love. Yeah. And sharing it with other people. So it's an exciting part of the path. So thank you really for spending your time now yeah. being here together and go for it. Really go for it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you for all the sharing. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.